Welcome back to Haunted Sisters Podcast. Hey, everybody. Hello, y'all. Okay, Kelly is not doing so hot today. <clears throat> she's got an ice pack on. She's... Yes. She's a hot mess. But today, our episode is going to be just a little bit different. Yeah, you'll do most of the talking, I'm sure. Maybe. Oh, that's rude. Maybe not. <laughs> so we're entering like a new segment into our regular stuff, and it's going to be called Tales from Beyond, where I... <laughs> it would have been better if there was like... If it was like, yeah. <laughs> Let me try again. Tales from Beyond. 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 <laughs> Tales from Beyond. So I've been uh, going on different websites looking for like ghost stories and paranormal stories and kind of putting those into a documente. I love it. And so we're going to read those. I've just been like copying and pasting. I haven't been reading them. Like I'll read the first line, like the subject and go, what can it hurt? And I'll just grab it and I'll put it in a Word document. And so Kelly has also, (laughs) shut the fuck up, (laughs) Kelly has also not read these stories, so they're going to be brand new to everybody. Yeah. So we thought that would be fun. Yeah, I think so. I liked that when we did it um, for the Jerome Grand Hotel. uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sloss. No, not Sloss Furnace. Yeah, we did it for that, too. Remember? They had, like, encounters from inside Sloss. Yeah, but, I mean, we did... When we were we doing, like, a Jerome, whole episode, we did, like, a whole yeah. episode, and, you know... It we was were fun. on the computer. On the computer. So, I might read a couple, and then Kelly will read a couple, or I might just read them all today, since she doesn't feel so hot, and... I'm we'll a just, great actress. Yeah. Don't we'll see. You. There you go, <laughs> sweetheart. I have too many. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot quit. We, we do, do not quit. <laughs> okay, so. Also, I just wanted to do a shout out to, I'm not going to say her first name because I didn't ask her, but T.S., you know who you are. Rachel's like, I don't know who that is. You know Taylor Swift? Ew, no. <gasps> I mean, No. <laughs> The Swifties are going to come after you. No. T.S. And she texted me about our episode on Monday and was asking if we took silly pills because um, it's hilarious. (laughs) No, we did not. If you haven't listened to the Red Onion Saloon (laughs) episode, do it now. You should. After you listen to this. Exactly. So I'm going to get to it. I'm going to jump in. That was, that was my dog getting comfortable on the tile. Please excuse the grunts. <laughs> Just ignore it. Go past it. All right, what do we have? So the title is, This Still Bothers Me Today. Oh, no. Note, I really don't believe in ghosts and a very much, and a very much a skeptic. So they're saying they're very much a skeptic. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, grammar. It matters. It does. But these events I experienced really stumble me to this day. Still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> stumble me. <laughs> it says stumble I. Stumble me. It, oh, 
Aw, it could be stump, but it is stumble. So, the year was 2011, and I was 15 years old. I was laying in bed when when I suddenly heard faint screams of a man within my room. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> and that's when I just copied and pasted that bad boy. I was like, you know what? It seems good. And the screams were circling around me. Oh my God. I actually thought I was going crazy, but I knew I felt mentally stable at the time and thinking straight. Okay. <laughs> Pretty concrete for a 15 year old, but okay. So I pulled my phone at the time and started recording audio of the supposed screams. When I hit playback after they stopped, only only after a minute or so, I heard it clear as day on the phone. I don't know how I was able to, to sleep that night, but eventually I did. The next morning, I instantly checked my phone again in the audio recording, and it was still there, reconfirming myself that it was a dream or some mental episode along those lines. I mean, it wasn't a dream. Correct. Yeah. But that's not what it says. So reconfirming that it wasn't a dream or this person was having oh, a mental episode. Okay, so it really did happen. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got to school, I told my friend the whole thing about it. And of course, they didn't believe me. And I even said I had the proof because I recorded it. And I shit you not, I pulled my phone out of my pocket and the phone was completely shattered. The SD card inside of it was completely corrupted too. I wasn't being rough or fell or anything like that. Of course, I looked like an idiot after and got laughed at and everything. I'm truly a skeptic, but goddamn, that truly pisses me off even until this very day. Because that audio was completely real. What <laughs> was it? God damn. <laughs> this happened again in 2016. It was early morning. I was up and about getting ready for work and I was alone in the house. This kid. This kid's 20. Getting, what? They would have been 20? 2016. I you, know. They did. The first was 2011. Yeah, it was. And they were 15. Yeah. So now they're 20. Fantastic. Math. 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 <laughs> Okay, so I it was early morning. I was up and about getting ready for work and alone in the house. My dog's ears perked up and I began to listen with him. We both heard someone moaning in pain from an uncertain point of source in the room. What is happening? Again, it was faint and very disembodied sounding. I pulled out my phone again this time with iPhone video, not a flip phone. The noise <laughs> stopped. I played it back and it was there. Later that day, the video vanished. I couldn't recover it either. Whoa. I I also want to add that someone did apparently die in my room 25 years ago before we moved in. I had other spooky stuff happen, but they can be easily marked off as explainable and not interesting. Good sir. (laughs) I feel like we should have found out about this prior. Uh, Yeah. I would have said, no thanks, I'm good. Someone Sell it to someone else. can have this room. Ain't gonna do it. Not today. Oh my not gosh. To, not today. Does it tell you any info about where it was? Or? No. They're just like recounting stories. It's very... Recanting? Recounting? Re- Recanting? Replaying. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that was the first one. 
I'm going to say that's a no from me. I'm going to say it's a no from me. It's an absolutely not no. If I knew that something had happened in a house that I was about to purchase, Mm -hmm. it would be a no. It would be a no. Nope. Not doing it. Because it's definitely cursed. For sure. Absolutely. My grandpa came for a visit. Ooh, this is good. Did he bring butterscotch? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Those old people. I know. They always have hard candies, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Chocolate. Do you think they carry around hard candies in hopes of giving it to children? You think they go to the grocery store and they're like, I'm getting down on my strawberry hard candies. I better get more for the kids. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Because if they're eating it, they would never have hard candy. That's true. Seems suspicious, no? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Moving on. My grandpa died during the pandemic. Oh, sad. Pour one out for grandpa. It was hard on everyone. Truly, it was. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. Just... <laughs> so when we got news that my grandpa's ghost came for a visit, we were so happy. What? <laughs> okay. This was during Day of the Dead. My grandma oh, and my cousin okay. were the only ones home. All week, my grandma had heard the sound of my grandpa's walker. <laughs> that would be fucking <laughs> annoying. <laughs> you old crusty bitch, get out of here with your walker horrible but it annoyed her too probably yeah she's like you need to replace the tennis balls on the little feetsies because i can hear you (laughs) (laughs) so all week my grandma had heard the sound of my grandpa's walker but it sounded like he was looking for something since she would hear it all over the house Oh my gosh. But the day my cousin and grandma were home, both of them heard it. My cousin looked at the altar and realized his parents weren't okay there. The painting of my grand- grandpa's parents was in the attic, and my cousin went up to get it from my grandma. Oh, okay, so there was a spelling error. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that the cousin looked at the altar where the picture should be, but it was missing. Right. As soon as they put it on the altar, the walker sound stopped. Oh, when my grandma told me he came to visit, I cried and I was so happy. I'm glad my grandpa came to visit my grandma. It really meant a lot to her. Anyway, that was a story and I hope you enjoyed. While it wasn't much, it still meant a lot. Mm. That's lovely. So the ofrenda. The ofrenda. As they say in the Coco movie. Oh. The movie of the Coco. I. Okay. I love that movie. It's so cute. It is. <laughs> is this a good one? I don't know. I haven't read any of these. <laughs> I forgot. You okay. haven't read any. Grandma's final goodbyes. <laughs> when others share their experiences about losing a close loved one, I often believe them. This is especially the case if they were young. Interesting. Childhood is such such innocence and unclouded by the viewpoints and agendas adults fill our minds with. Very deep, very quickly. Yeah. Completely, I believe, we're able to clearly see what's around as as 
at this short time in our lives. Hmm? So, like, they're saying kids are more open-minded. I believe so, yes. And can see spirits. I feel like no one ever rereads their stuff. They just write it. And I feel they, like they don't. And they click submit. Mm-hmm. My grandma, Elaine, shout out to Elaine. And I was very close as she raised me from a young age until I moved out on my own at 18. I'm skipping over many years of interim turmoil to avoid writing a long story. She passed in 2005 in her home of 50 years. The home I spent over 20 some years in. Since I was small, she and I, as well as my great grandma, her mom, Ruth, shared a special kind of paranormal gift to sense and see otherworldly things, to put it simply. Many, many stories to share there. Does it? By 2005. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be like. I was all. You're like, nothing happened. Exactly. <laughs> By 2005, I had been living in Texas for five years, and she was in my home state, California. I flew back a day before her funeral and stayed in my old childhood room. It was literally right next to her room at the end of the hall. When going down the hall, her bed was smack middle of the room, and you were looking at her side. Such an intense feeling looking at the spot she had just experienced a heart attack in her sleep and died in my father's arms. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't like. I've I've tried for nearly 20 years to describe the feeling of concentrated spirituality in that space. Almost like a vortex between this world and some other timeless place. Which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because she passed away there. So she would open up a portal. Mm -hmm. She said, let it be a vortex. That's crazy. Yeah, she is crazy. That night, I was walking down the hallway, which was inky pitch black. So dark you couldn't see your own hand in your face, heading towards my room. Night lights. I know. It was dead silent. No light from anywhere. Parentheses. Where the old house was situated at a dead-end street, there was zero traffic and mostly elderly neighbors who went to bed early. End parentheses. Unnerving in its own right. Absolutely. Suddenly, a small pea-sized ball of super intense bluish white energy parentheses for lack of a better way to describe appeared in front of me about chest level are we playing zelda it just hovered in place not moving only emotion the only emotion i recall feeling was wonderment as i'd never seen anything like it what was most what was mostly odd looking back is how it was so bright it didn't cast any glow on me or surrounding hallway walls as though its present was self-contained out of nowhere i felt it was my grandma i found myself asking aloud grandma is that you <laughs> that's how it's written <laughs> a moment later it shot down the hallway towards her bedroom and vanished i didn't actually f- i didn't see it actually fly away solid but rather it stretched into a long thin line as it sparkled and faded away very difficult to describe. I think they did a very good job. I think so. I stood there a moment pondering what had just happened. I wanted so much to go tell someone as my father was staying in the living room and my uncle in another. Quickly I realized that they wouldn't believe me, saying I was imagining things or lying for attention. <laughs> That's fucking rude. 
Upon realizing it didn't matter if they knew or believed me and that she revealed herself to me, I continued on and went to bed. It was my experience, not theirs. Damn straight. I love it. Mm. That night I dreamed it was the next day in early morning and Grandma was in her room on Grandpa's side of the bed, joyfully folding clothes. Oh, okay, she, they, it, was having a dream. Mm-hmm. The sun was so bright and warm as she was nearly glowing with happiness. Been a long time since I saw her in such high spirits. <laughs> Wink. Get it? Yeah. I could hear our relatives out front of the house talking and making noise as they made breakfast and drank coffee in the kitchen. I recall being so excited to see she was alive, and the upcoming funeral was a big mistake. Oh, Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. I was so relieved my best friend wasn't really dead. (laughs) 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 I was... I was so relieved my best friend wasn't really dead as she stood right before me. That's a real kick in the dick. (laughs) She she was smiling and laughing like everything was okay. She had always been there for me, especially when my mother abandoned me as a small child. (laughs) Then my father disowned me as, as the partying with his buddies was more important. She said she wasn't going to get into the turmoil, man. She, she, she played us all. <laughs> she said, no big deal. <laughs> Couple traumatic things just to sprinkle in. Yep. Okay. Elaine was the one constant I knew I could count on to be there for me no matter what. She was my entire family all in one. Oh my God. The thought of losing her was too much to accept. If you're having a bad day, like, don't listen to this. It's getting really aggressive. In my exuberant excitement, she was still alive. I told her not to go anywhere as I ran up front to let everyone know she was okay. She chuckled and said, no, I'm not alive anymore. I spent 50 years here and it's what's familiar. It brings me comfort and I don't want to leave. Instantly, I was overwhelmed with sadness when I realized I had to let her go. Her spirit or essence, whatever it was, couldn't remain. Through thick tears, I told her how much I loved her and that she needed to cross over. She didn't belong on earth anymore. My heart sank when I realized she had vanished and I was alone. Oh, I got the chills. <laughs> Girl, I mean, uh... Ooh, I mean, look. <laughs> Oh, you're crying. <laughs> oh, It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I woke up and knew that was her goodbye and felt I helped her let go of this existence. For many years, I wondered if it was just a dream. My head conjured as my coping grieving mechanism. My way of telling her I loved her before she left. The experience was so real, unlike any other dream I'd ever had before. Definitely not coping grieving mechanism. Grandma definitely was there. Was there yeah, and I think so too. wanted her to be able to say goodbye. Mm. 
My father was in the living room watching TV with a bizarre look on his face. He asked me if I heard all the ruckus last night, which I hadn't. While he was sleeping on the couch in the middle of the night, he kept hearing feet pitter-pattering around the wood floors as though they ran around in childish excitement. Lots of giggling and playful joy. There were no kids in the house. Hmm. This went on throughout the night as he laid wide awake, unable to sleep. He managed to drift off for a few hours and dreamed his mom was young and healthy again as she was running through fields of flowers and endless colorful beauty. She was free. Yeah. I believe for nearly 20 years now, she was in her home that night saying her goodbyes to each of us and letting everyone know she was happy. She was okay and we would be too. I love that. The end. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was so good. Mm-hmm. I think it hits a little harder, too, right now, just because we recently saw our grandma, and she's not Yeah, doing great. Yeah. Okay, this next one. <laughs> I was excited about this one, so I, fingers crossed, I hope it's good. Okay, and then we'll switch. Okay. A good Ouija experience. Ooh. Oh. I want to share this strange and very good Ouija board experience that happened to my mother. Mm. Let us set the scene, shall we? This was in the 1970s. I was about eight and clearly remember this and how very thankful, yet completely weirded out the family was afterward. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, makes sense. My mom and dad were at a friend's house late one evening, drinking and carrying on. It was October, so for fun, they decided to mess around with their kids' Ouija board. Nope. Listen. Linda. <laughs> not ever Listen. and not in October. I, it's like you want to be <laughs> taken. It's like you want to be taken. I I mean, it's basically you're laying out the altar, you're sticking an apple in your mouth, you're rubbing yourself down with butter, and you're like, <laughs> come feast. I saw that going in a, a, a very different direction. Which direction were you going in? Well, I always think of like an apple in the mouth with like a pig. You yeah. Know? It's exactly where I was. You don't rub it with butter. You you don't slather, slather them in butter? I don't think so. I would think so. How else do you get them soup? You know, it's besides the point. It's about a damn pig. Hey, keep going. None of them were serious about it or... Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> These idiots. It's like they want to be eaten. <laughs> Again, they're sticking an apple in their mouth. <laughs> they're laying on the table. Oh my, Atlanta. None of them were serious about it or had experienced anything weird with the board. This was definitely a Halloween drinking game situation. Mm-mm. After a while, the message Mimi Call Mary came up. This freaked my mom out. Her brother, who was a lot older than her and had been dead for about a year, called her Mimi as a nickname when she was a kid. No one else had ever called her that. My father didn't know about that nickname and her friends certainly did not. And her brother's wife's name was Mary. Oh no. She didn't want to call right then. Oh no. I I feel like... If you get any message that tells you to do something specific, you should probably do it. Yeah? No. Not not do it. No, because that could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. 
like, oh, well, my intrusive thoughts told me to go do A, B, and C. You don't listen to those. Okay? No, 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 no. Those aren't your real self. You you just ignore those. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you're playing with a Ouija board and it's very specific, like, hey, you should probably call so-and-so, you should probably call so-and-so because they're being eaten by the demon you summoned. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're sticking an apple in their mouth. They're rubbing them down with butter. You and the guy. Popping them in the oven. Butter. <sighs> Everything's better with butter. <laughs> it really is. It, it really is. Okay. Maybe okay. not cereal. I don't know. Anyways. She didn't want to call right then as they were well into their martinis. Nice. Calling Mary and waking her up after midnight to say they heard from her dead husband on a Ouija board. Not a good idea. The next morning she called Mary first thing and got no answer. <laughs> uh She tried a couple more times and Mary didn't pick up. That message had rattled her, so she made my dad drive to her. Made my dad drive her to Mary's home to check on her. Mary was at the bottom of the stairs and had broken her hip the day before, and she was unable to get to the phone to call for help. O M G. So she died. What? Or was she just laying there? I'm not done yet. For the whole time. I think she was just laying there. I mean, why wouldn't you drag yourself to the phone? Get it. Maybe Mary's super old. I don't know. Mom said the chances of her calling Mary early that morning much... What? Oh, Mom said the chances of her calling Mary early that morning much less being worried enough to drive 45 minutes to her house if Mary didn't answer the phone were zero if she had not had that experience the night before. Which makes sense. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that was the end. <gasps> that was it? Is Mary okay? Oh my gosh. I think she's okay. She didn't say she died. She just said she broke her hip and she's really hungry. And she's <laughs> probably, she probably peed, peed all, all over herself. herself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's like, don't look at me. Yeah, I would have dragged my sweet happy ass to a phone. That's why you don't live in a two-story Exact. The real lesson here. Okay. Stairs are for dead people. Right? That's all I have to say about that. Not good. Stairs are for dead people. (gasps) Is it my turn? Uh It's your turn. Okay. It's... Hold on. All right. This one says, malevolent experience with what I think was a demon. To set the scene. It was 2014 (laughs) and I lived in a house with my immediate family of five. My mom... Stepdad, older sister, younger brother, and younger sister. Alongside them, we had my cousin's family living with us. Four of them. Nine people. I was doing the math. I was like, is that nine people? This house must be fucking huge. Or they're extremely cramped. One of those. I'm going to say it's the or. Extremely cramped? Yes. All right. So the four of them were... My aunt, who was a really awful person and a drug addict, her mom, and her two sons, one older than me by two years and one younger than me by two years. Also, we had my older sister's girlfriend, her friend, and her friend's mother. Jesus Christ. Her friend's... Has to be a big house. Has to be. This gets better. Her friend's mother had scabies, which causes huge sores all over her skin. What the fuck? It really nasty. 
it really nasty. Uh, yeah. What? 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 Where is she getting these things? Where? Where okay, do you so people that live? Is my older sister's girlfriend, her friend, and her friend's mother. So that's 12 people now in the house. The fuck? And one of them has a freaking disease. <gasps> and one of them likes drugs a lot. This, likes the nose candy. I feel like this. <laughs> anyway, there was a lot of negative family events that occurred in that house that eventually broke the family apart. You're going to have to burn that house down and start new. You think? Yeah. There was a front and a back living room. Attached to the back living room was a small bedroom, which was my room. And attached to that was the garage, which is where we heard and saw freaky things frequently. Okay. Another thing about the house was that a long time ago, a man murdered his wife with a knife. (laughs) There was even still a large, what the fuck, a large blood stain on the floor when my grandfather bought the house. Grandpa. Why? What? Anyway, now that the scene is... (laughs) (laughs) Comedian. I always sleep with the TV on, even to this day. I think the background noise reminds me of growing up and is comforting. Get yourself a sound machine. Right? That's what... Yeah. I love a good I mean, we don't sleep with one, but when we were in the hospital with the one little... I had it on, like, my phone all night Mm -hmm. because it was so quiet in the room. Yeah. It felt weird. I think the background noise, yep, reminds me of growing up and is comforting. I was sleeping in my room in the back, and my aunt was sleeping on the couch in the back living room. I start having this dream where I have sleep paralysis. No. Oh, my God. I've had it awake a few times. But this time, it was just in the dream. Oh, I see. I look over and my light is on in my room, but my TV is off. And okay, the window behind it is pitch black. I hear a knock on my door and it opens. Oh, the woman... <laughs> Sorry. The woman with scabies steps in and walks around my bed up to me while I watch her unable to move. Oh, I got the chills. What is happening? It gets so much worse. No. She taps on my shoulder, steps back, and says, hey, it's time to get up. Oh, in a nice voice. Hey, it's time to get up. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my God, she's going to be murdered. I obviously can't move, but as she steps back toward the door to the garage, oh my God, a bunch of black veins start crawling up her neck. They're sort of like how lightning looks as they approach her eyes, where her eyes then turn completely black. Oh, no. Ooh, I'm freaking out, but I still can't move or talk. She keeps saying, get up, repeatedly. I wake up, and my TV is on. I can see the streetlight behind through the window, and my light is off. So I knew I was awake, but I was super freaked out. I would be, too. I'm freaked out now. I lay lay in my bed for about 15 minutes, just frozen in fear, because I feel like if I look at the garage door, I'll see something I really don't want to see right now. You absolutely will. Out of nowhere, I hear this blood-curdling scream come from the back living room. So I crawl to the foot of my bed, turn on my bedroom light, and open the door to the living room. My aunt is screaming and flailing her arms around like she's being attacked or something. 
aunt's name. What the fuck are you doing? I yelled at her. She keeps screaming and eventually stops and whips her head toward me and says in a voice totally consumed by fear, people are touching me all over. It's the drugs. I was going to say, remember, guys, this is the the aunt with the drug problem. Mm -hmm. Me being the young coward I was said, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) I closed the door and crawled back over and laid back down. How are you not calling 911? I was so confused. Needless to say, I barely slept at all after that. We had so many insanely terrifying experiences in that house. Someone once said about half the people in the world have paranormal experiences all the time and half have never had one. I don't know if there's something about my family, but I've lived in like 20 houses growing up and it feels like all but maybe five of them were haunted. Some more malevolent and active than others. Anyway, that's my story. If anyone wants to hear about any of my other experiences, I'm always open to share. That was it for that one. That was it, you say? Yeah. That was all of it? (laughs) I feel like... The fuck? I don't like that. I feel like it's a combination for sure. I feel like it is a stuff going on. Uh, Absolutely. All right. True ghost story. Scary encounter turned my skeptic mother into a believer. Ooh, juicy. Before any of this happened, my mom never believed in ghosts. Not so much that people stopped existing after death, as she still believes in heaven, but she didn't think the souls would stick around or get stuck with us. I believed and still do believe in ghosts, which she thought was weird until about a year ago. I had moved back in with my mom... I had moved back in with my mom after college while waiting to get an apartment of my own. Her house, which she bought the year before, isn't that old, late 2000s or early 2010s. It's small and serves as a nice place to live after she retired. As far as we knew, the previous resident had died while in a nursing home, not on the property. Doesn't mean a thing. I don't believe that for a second. Though there might have been a previous resident, the first after the house was built, since we occasionally got mail for the same guy. Let's call him D. Okay. Okay. We'll come back to him later. Okay. So here's what happened. It's late at night and I'm getting ready for bed. Hair and rollers, clay mask on, putting body moisturizer on my arms while listening to my music on speaker. Mom's already in bed and her bedroom is on the other side of the house. Just as I'm halfway through my routine, I hear her yell my name. And it wasn't in the way that parents yell when you're in trouble or need you to put away the groceries. It sounded like something big happened. I think it's her old dog using the bedroom as a bathroom again. So I head over. Oh, okay. So she's like, oh, it's probably her dog that, you know, had an accident again. When I walk in, my mom's white as a sheet, looking around like she's looking for something. I ask her what's up and she is freaked out, saying that a man was in her room. I'm weirded out since no one could get into her room. Um, window too tiny for a person to climb through and I had just checked the front and back doors locks before I went to the bathroom. 
She goes on to say that she was lying in bed waiting to fall asleep when she looked over and saw a man coming towards her from her bathroom, hands stretched out to her. Described it like the drawing of the evil uncle from Twitches. Who? What? Oh, the evil uncle from Twitches. Who? I think it's with Tia and Tamara Maori oh, when they were younger. Okay, they gotcha. did a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Twitches, and there's a couple of them. Okay. She bolted up out of fear or to scream for help because he looked looked so real, only for him to just not be there when she moved. I joked that she had a ghost in her room, and she told me not to say that because she was thinking the same thing, but didn't want it to be true. I think that would be better than a whole-ass man just in your house, you know, hiding under your bed waiting to get them piggies. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy. So my mom got up and was pacing around in the room for a bit and tried to go back to sleep with the light on, but ended up sleeping on her her recliner that night. She did go back to to sleeping in her room after that night, but only for a couple nights before she had a flight across the country to visit my siblings. I agreed to sleep in her room since that's where her pet's kennels are and joked that I would tell her if I ran into the ghost. Kind of mean on my part, since the experience really shook my mom. Nah. But it but it felt <laughs> kind of funny how serious she got and insisted it was a ghost after not believing in them before. However, no. my first night, something just felt wrong when I turned off the lights and settled into the bed. I felt a sense of impeding dread while laying there. That's not good. It really is not. No. And something told me not to fall asleep. Oh my god. It was so creepy and despite no logical reason to be, I was scared to go to sleep in my mom's room. Like something was waiting for me the second I lost consciousness and I was the stupid character who was walking around the haunted house while the ghost got closer. I mean, it happens. <laughs> Usually to a white person, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Too spooked to go to sleep, I turned on the light and grabbed some sage and moon-charged crystals I have in my room. Fantastic. Putting, burning them around the bedroom and her bathroom doorways. Then I texted my mom and told her, yep, her room is haunted and that something was scaring me from going to sleep. She was not happy to hear that I got spooked as well and needed crystals, sage, and the lights on to sleep. So right before she came home, my mom did a lot of research and got crystals and a cross that were supposed to help filter out strong negative energy. What are your feelings on that? Yeah. I think, I mean, you know how I am with religion. But I think if your faith in whatever you believe in is strong enough, it will protect you. Salt. Unless, yeah, I love salt. Mm, Delicious. It also helps keep dirty things out. That's true. And even made a proclamation her first night back in her room that this was her home. And if the spirit was going to scare or hurt her again, he was not welcome and had to leave. Absolutely. If you're not going to pay rent here, you better get the fuck out. Exactly. That's what I say. It is what you say. That is what I say. Thankfully, it seemed that all of... Thankfully, it seemed that all of... 
Olive worked. Nope. Olive oil, you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, it seemed that all of that worked, and she hasn't had an experience like that again. So who was this spirit? We honestly don't know. Just some guy. (laughs) I I suspect it was D, since he was the first resident and might have come back if he died. But we don't know if he is actually dead, so it may not be him. Another explanation is that the spirit was invited in a few weeks prior, when my mom was super sick. It wasn't COVID or something that needed the hospital, but she couldn't leave her room for over a week and only got better after about 10 days. What would have invited it in? We read that that sometimes being super sick can attract negative spiritual attention. And since she was stuck in her room for the time, it might have settled there instead of another part of or the whole house. But since then, my mom still affirms that something tried to grab her that night and hasn't moved her protection since. The end. What a wild ride. <laughs> it really was. No, what a wild I feel like ride. those last two were like, whoa. Well, breath, breath, gnarly, <laughs> banging. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Flavor flame. I was like, is this is this not a bit? Are we are we not doing a bit right now? <laughs> Flavor flame. Yeah, exactly. That little motherfucker. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> His big ass. I was about to say, isn't he the one with the clock? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I saw a TikTok the other day about Flava Flav, and it was. Hold on, let's set the scene. It was 2023, about 6:03 a.m. No, May 11th. So I was on the old clock app, as I do sometimes when I'm the clock app. To the talk. old TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, it's very addicting. I've been cutting down on it because you can just. Good. You can just get in like a scrolling yeah, ADHD spiral. Anyways, so this this TikTok had popped up and it was saying if you remember any of these things, you're probably remembering them from a different timeline. Because okay. you know how some people are like the Mandela effect? Uh-huh. Flava Flav was on there. <laughs> they were like, do you remember this man? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely, I do. <laughs> that is Flava Flav for $200. Basically, everything in there, I recognize. I was like, these are all real things, but now we are in the same timeline. Thank the Lords. That's true. Because sometimes you'll think like, oh, that that icon looks like this. And they'll be like, no, this is the real icon. Huh. Oh, no, it isn't. Interesting. But things change over time. It's really weird when things don't change, but you remember them being different. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I feel like he needs to get corrective lenses if he needs a clock that large. Yeah. Just to see the time. It is quite a large timepiece. But <laughs> not to be confused with a dime piece. Because <laughs> she a tan. <laughs> And his face and his... Oh, Lord. Is he still alive? Probably. I don't know. Okay. But anyways, so I liked those. 
Was that the end of it? Yeah, that was it. That was page 13? Yeah. That was page 13. Wow. 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 Yeah, that was it. So, so those were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Stories from beyond. No, tales from beyond. Do you guys like stories from beyond or tales from beyond? Your freaking thing on your computer says no, stories. I did this a couple days ago before we settled. So I do like tales from beyond. I think better. Yeah, it makes more sense, I guess. Stories from beyond tales. Sounds more majestic. It, tales it, from beyond. Exactly. Any hoodles? We're gonna do this randomly throughout our episodes, just to break it up a little bit and bring in some different content, if you will. We still have to look at occult stuff. I think. Stuff and things. Yeah. Isn't that what you wanted to add? Or did you change your mind? We can add occult stuff if we can find good stuff that isn't too murdery. Mm-hmm. A lot of them... A lot of them are super murdery. Well, I guess we didn't... We wouldn't... We wouldn't have to go into super, super detail about it. Well, yeah, but, I mean, some people might not want to hear about Murder. Murder. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, and we hope you liked the tales from beyond. We'll continue this segment because it pleases me much. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.